Hey guys, welcome to the Kuna Strength Podcast, where we answer your strength and workout-related questions. I'm your host, Kuna Drew. Uh, today's uh, podcast, we're going to answer the age-old question, finally, for good, how do you build muscle? How do you have muscle growth? How do you, uh, how do you achieve that? Um, and, uh, you know, is it through powerlifting? Is it through time under tension? Is it through muscle failure? Is it through, what if you, don't, you just don't work out at all? Uh, is it just through nutrition? So we're going to look at that, or is it a combination of all of the above? Uh, but either way, we're going to give you a definitive answer today. So without further ado, let me go ahead and answer the question. It is through muscle failure. Um, and it's basically you can achieve that in any way, shape, or form. I think we all know that in order to build muscle, you have to achieve muscle failure. So or hypertrophy, hypertrophy, whatever the hell you want to call it. But uh, it's just getting the muscle to fail period. So, and there's different ways that we all go about that. Is it, then you get into the question of, well, what about, um, actually, you know what, let me back step real quick as far as, and let me address nutrition because that is uh, highly important too. Nutrition is basically just the guide for your body as to what your body is going to end up uh, more or less looking like. Your, your muscle shapes are already set. Genetically, you can't change the shape of your muscle. You can only change the size of that muscle. So what you're trying to change with nutrition is the way your the skin and the fatty tissue around that is shown, how much is around it, how much isn't around it, uh, that type of stuff. And you can only do that through proper nutrition. Uh, for example, if you want the big, bulky, borderline bloated uh, look that some guys, I, honestly, some guys just like that because they just like that well-roundedness. And honestly, some ladies like that in guys. Um, then there's a certain way your nutrition can be to achieve that look. Uh, for me, it's just, you know, pounding down donuts so, uh, or a lot of pizza. But now for other guys who um, want to be super lean, then they need to find out what the proper nutrition is for their body. Some guys who are in their early teens, uh, let's say 17, 18 years old, they can still eat a ton of donuts and still eat somewhat healthy. Their metabolism is, is cranking out, so they're fine. Uh, as far as staying lean that way. But as you get older, then you'll need to focus more on your proper nutrition. Again, your nutrition is a guideline of how that's going to look. Uh, so especially when we say abs are made in the kitchen, that's why it's because your abdominal muscles are usually built to a certain extent. Uh, if you want those shown, you can really just cut down your belly fat as much as possible. However, you do need to train uh, your core, either through uh, maximum core lifts or maybe uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit direct training, uh, even though it seems a little futile if you're doing a 1,000 sit-ups for no reason. Uh, you might just need to go squat and deadlift pretty freaking heavy So and then eat properly. But anyway, let's get back to how do you get muscle growth through failure. There's a couple different ways to go about it, and there's always been this discussion about it, which is first is people saying, well, you, you, you got to go hard to go home. You got to lift heavy to uh, recruit the most muscle fibers as possible. Um, then there's others who are saying, no, you lift moderate to light loads um, with time under tension, where you're just trying to keep the, um, a certain amount of weight on the muscle for as long as possible to achieve muscle failure. Uh, so there's a couple different ways to go about this. And then others are saying, well, you can do both. Um, you cycle through it, you pyramid up, you pyramid down. So anyway, let me read you something real quick, an article that uh, discusses part of that pretty clearly right here. We know that load increases muscle recruitment. And more weight on the bar means you need more muscle to movement. Henneman's size principle states that motor units, uh, muscle fibers, and the motor neuron that innervates them are recruited in orderly fashion depending on the size of the motor unit, smallest to largest. 
Physiological principles are rarely set in stone, and luckily for us, we can bend these rules to allow us to recruit as much muscle as we can without worrying about how much weight is on the bar. One of that is basically just, you know, forcing yourself to think through the movement, or as Arnold Schwarzenegger used to say, you know, you have to visualize it the whole time. One of the main uh, limitations of lifting light loads compared to a near maximal effort uh, was that according to the size principle, you only recruit the smaller motor units and fail to tap into your higher threshold. Large motor units typically are the fast-switch fibers. Uh, but fatigue breaks these rules, uh, or muscle failure. If you continue to lift a weight, fatigue inevitably will set in. And as it does, something interesting happens. As you start to struggle, your nervous system tells your muscle to use more motor units to ensure you can still lift the weight, and eventually taps into those larger, higher threshold motor units. Uh, so basically, what they're doing is they're, they hypothesize that it's the fatigue-related recruitment that allows low load training to still recruit a lot of muscle. And that is basically what's involved in um, muscle failure. So prime example as to why you see some of these, uh, or well, the reason bodybuilders can, um, at least natural bodybuilders too, and even those who are on um, performance enhancing drugs, they still have to achieve muscle growth through training. In order to do that, what they're doing is, you're seeing them, especially in the bodybuilding world, they're performing lifts using a moderate, to heavy rep range, and then they also do light rep ranges. Bodybuilders do a really good job of going all across the board as far as they cycle through their uh, their weeks with different intensities, different workout loads. So one week they may be lifting really heavy at low reps, the next week they may be lifting moderate, white, uh, moderate weights, um, and then sometimes really light and very um, high. But each time, the bodybuilder is trying to reach some sort of uh, muscle failure. So he's always trying to achieve that. Same way in the powerlifting world, you see some powerlifters who are like, that guy is massive, um, looks like he could go straight into bodybuilding if all he did was cut some weight. And the reason being is powerlifters focus on, of course, explosive movements going very heavy, um, you know, on a, on a very heavy load. But uh, anyway, one thing they also do that we don't see a lot of, but they do it, is they do uh, accessory exercises. They do a lot of assistant movements that we don't see. We just see them lifting the heavy weights. But usually what you don't see is in order to help with, uh, let's say, and I may be way off the mark here, let's say to help with their heavy deadlift. They may be over there doing, you know, on another following day, they may be doing um, higher rep uh, to muscle failure front squats or something like that. But they're always doing something to help counteract everything to keep their body as imbalanced as possible. I mean, really, if you ever look at a power lifter, the way they walk, Almost all powerlifters walk very straight up. Those guys have really good posture. And you may not think so if you're thinking, well, they're just bending over and deadlifting a whole lot, which actually is really helping with their posture. Um, but those guys, that's one thing I've always noticed, is powerlifters tend to always walk uh, straight up and down. They're very, they have a very nice uh, posture. So, But they do a lot of exercises that complement each other and vice versa. So they're hitting their uh, muscle failure across the board also. So again, that is, that's your total answer. You're going to have to reach muscle failure, and it looks like from uh, the research behind it, it doesn't matter how you hit it. Um, as long as there's intensity there and you recruit enough uh, muscle fibers and there's enough of a load uh, going on there. So anyway, hope that answers your question. If you have more, send them to us. Uh, make sure you reach out to us online at Kahuna Strength everywhere, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, make sure you check out the clothing line at www.kahunastrength.com. That's how we afford to do these podcasts and keep reaching out to you guys. And remember, you are the power of an island.